on top of for me watches are very symbolic i like to get a watch when i'm celebrating something when i've reached a milestone in business or in life so watches for me always carry something i know every watch how i got it and there's always a story behind it thank you for tuning into the isaac velez gonzalez show i'm your host isaac bringing you an authentic perspective into the inner workings of the world today's message is one you won't want to miss so let's get straight into today's episode Welcome to today's episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. I'm your host, Isaac. Let's get right into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the best purchases that you can make. These are the purchases that I've made that I think were great investments that I would recommend to most people. I'm going to stray away from the conventional wisdom just because I don't want to repeat the same ox, broken ox, as we like to call it, over and over again, right? The same broken record and... I want to talk about some things that maybe you haven't heard before that might give you a different perspective. I want to start out with number one. And now this one might be a little more conventional, but I think it's such a must-have, and that is going to be a nice watch. Anywhere I go, unless I'm working out, I always like to wear a watch. Not only does it help me stay punctual and stay on time with things, but at the same time, it's just a nice accessory that I love to have. Right. If you're asking me between rings, necklaces, bracelets, I'm going to go with the watch, right? The watch is my favorite accessory on any guy, and I think it just elevates any outfit fundamentally, right? You're going to be dressing a certain way, which shows you're a person that's on time. It shows it's a person that's put together. And so the embodiment of what it shows both to yourself and other people, I think, is such a great thing to have. And so I have an assortment of watches. I think I have around eight as of right now. Absolutely love them. They're great. They're different style perspectives. They're different style aesthetics. And they really suit for every occasion. On top of, for me, watches are very symbolic. I like to get a watch when I'm celebrating something, when I've reached a milestone in business or in life. So watches for me always carry something. I know every watch, how I got it. And there's always a story behind them. You know, for this watch, this was a birthday gift that I got from my parents when I turned 18. It's a nice um, automatic stainless steel strap. I have other watches that celebrated a milestone in my business. I have one that celebrated the first time I ever got a watch, right? It's a Michael Kors leather strap. And all these things I remember, and they signify a part of where I used to be, or sometimes the promises that I get to myself, or someone gets to me, of where I'm going into the future. So watches for me, first and foremost, I think is one of the best purchases someone can make. Secondly, anything that's related to personal development. Books, Courses, coaches, mentors, you name it. These are fantastic purchases because personal development, you can never spend too much on yourself. And I'm going to start by, for me, just books overall. And I'm not just talking about self-help books and business books, but I'm talking about the fiction books and the fantasy books. Because when I was a kid, that allowed me to expand my set of limiting beliefs. And you might be thinking, how so, right? Because maybe it's creative, but besides that, what's the actual real-world application? And here's where you have to think a little bit unconventionally. And I'm going to tell you this by a book series that I used to love when I was a kid. And that book series was called Aragon and the Inheritance Books. Basically, it was this remote place that had elves and dwarves and humans and all this sort of stuff. And there was a character that was a dragon rider. Now, there was a whole story about how they had gone extinct and how they were wiped out by a corrupt member of their own uh, group. But it was a series that I loved. There was four books, and it was a war that really went on throughout the books, right? The the rebels and the resistance against um, the Empire. 
when I was reading these kinds of books, I loved them. I was in a different world. I was a different person when I could read these things. And as I've grown in my journey over the past couple of years, what I see in the world, there's moments where I can connect really important lessons to some things that I read in fantasy books of stuff that never even happened. One example of this is in episode 113 of the Gentleman's Atlas, the Gentleman's Atlas podcast, I interviewed a guy named Steve Bacon. He's a coach, fantastic guy. But I brought this up to him because it came to me in our conversation while we were speaking, where I was like, there was this moment in the Aragon books called the banishing of names. And it was basically these, you had dragon riders, right? So you had dragons. All these dragons had this ability to convey so much power, but they had no idea how it just came out through emotion and through raw energy. And they basically banished the name of the dragons that won against them, the traitors. And so originally you kind of think, well, the banishing of names, like you lose your name, but it wasn't just about their actual name, but anything that couldn't name them. If they're, color was green, if their scales were green, they couldn't say that because that would be to identify. So they lost all capacity for them being able to identify who they were. And eventually, not too long ago, not too long after they lost their will to live, they lost their purpose for life. And most of them just died. And so I learned this incredibly powerful lesson of identity, our ability to name ourselves, our ability to dictate the stories of our own life, the path that we choose to take, the actions that we choose to take, the response to the challenges that come out of life. And all of this was associated to a story that I read when I was 11 years old. Fantasy allows us to explore unconventional ways of looking at reality. Now, no, make no mistake, you have to understand both reality and the fiction world to be able to use it, right? If you're only in this world, you can't bring what you know from this world into a world that you don't know. You got to know both. But when you do, that does create a powerful synergy, a synergy that allows you to approach things from an unconventional perspective. And I've read those books over and over again, books like Aragon, books like Percy Jackson, books like Harry Potter, and I absolutely loved reading. And I guarantee you that I wouldn't love reading now books like Psycho-Cybernetics or Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. These kinds of books, I guarantee I wouldn't like reading as much as I do if I didn't learn how to love reading when I read the stuff that I liked as a kid. And so, obviously, if you're listening to this, you're not a kid. Understand that they're stepping stones. Understand that you got to step outside your own box. If you want something you've never had, you have to be willing to do things that you haven't done. And investing in personal development always yields a return. I can't tell you how high the return, and I can't tell you when you're going to get the results. But focusing on those inputs is crucial. It is crucial if you want to get to a certain point. And so it's a fantastic investment when you invest in yourself. Thirdly, I would say invest in nice things. Don't buy expensive stuff. Don't buy stuff that everyone else has. Buy things that are serving a purpose, are multifunctional, and are things most importantly that instead of just using and throwing away and then buying a replacement, you're going to keep, you're going to take care of them, you're going to make sure they stay in good condition. Why? Because quality over quantity is one of the most important lessons anyone needs to know consistently day throughout. You don't need 10 bags. You need one or two great bags. Stop choosing a bunch of good when you can just choose a few greats. Because that lesson for me 
allowed me to consolidate and declutter my mind. This goes back to a moment, I don't know if you have seen this movie, but Limitless, where you had Bradley Cooper who discovered this or was given this pill and he was allowed to think clearly and super intelligently and see the connections and patterns in almost everything. The first thing that he did when he took this pill was what? He organized his room. He cleaned up the mess. He got rid of the clutter. He got rid of unnecessary things. What does that say about our minds? Our minds need a clean space to operate. We need to reduce the ability for too many choices to overwhelm our day-to-day actions. We need to simplify it. One choice, you're limited. A few choices, you now have freedom. Too many choices, you now have way too many things that are going on, and that's going to take away ultimately from what you need to be doing. And so that's something to me that's super important because what do I want to do? I want to be executing day in and day out. If I have a goal, I need to accomplish it, right? Goals, shooting for goals is the same thing as archery to me, right? You have the arrow, you're slacking it back, and you're pointing at a target. If someone gives you 100 targets, you might not know which one to point at. If you have one or two targets, you're going to have a good idea of which one you want to point at. So it's this kind of thinking that you start to get into once you start realizing that you need to invest in quality over quantity. You need to focus on the less that are more effective and more productive and better for your life than just trying to maximize a bunch of options that aren't necessary for you. Now, that's number three. Let's move on to the next one. The fourth purchase I believe everybody should make is investing in a great fragrance. Now, I don't know about you, me personally, love a good fragrance because it does a couple of things. One, when you have a scent that you love, that gives you confidence, that allows you to just feel like you can dominate any room you walk into, that is powerful and more importantly, it's tangible. Other people notice it, you notice it, and that's going to boost the perceived status and value whenever you walk in somewhere. Just that simple tweak alone of having a cologne, not just a nice cologne, but a cologne that you like, that's going to take you from here to here. It's going to be these small bumps that are going to increase this perception of you. And increasing your self-perception in your own eyes is very, very important for anyone looking for success. you got to believe you're the person capable and deserving of success, and then you get the success while you take the action. You want both of the congruencies. So give you a little advice on how you pick fragrance. Fragrances are all about notes. So what does this mean? Notes are the scents. Easily, you separate into three categories. You have your bottom notes, your middle notes, and your top notes. You, When you spray on cologne or a fragrance, you're going to start at your top and work down to your bottom. Top's going to last for like the first 30 minutes, depending on the quality of the cologne. Then you're moving into your middle, which is going to last another 30 minutes to two hours, depending on the quality. Your bottom notes are the last part, and that's going to be what lingers around for the longest time. So depending on the quality, that's going to be two hours, maybe, if it's not super, super cheap, all the way up to eight hours, nine hours, ten hours. In these notes, you're going to have things that complement each other. So what you want to find is, again, I have two criterias that I use when I pick my colognes. One, it's going to be the weather and the situation. Hot climates and cold climates can bring sides out of different notes that you want to always kind of make sure you're keeping in mind. 
So I always know that. You want a lighter fragrance during hotter months or hotter times, climates. And you want a darker fragrance during colder months because they complement better. Secondly, I like certain kinds of notes. I love wood. I like oud. I like leather. I like patchouli. I like a little bit of vanilla. So I find things that complement that. So to give you the actual tangible things that I personally use, I have one signature cologne. This is like, if you're talking about a cologne that I wear, that if I wear into a room, people would recognize it because I wear it a lot. It's Tom Ford Oud Wood, my favorite. It's the bottle that I wear on the most often. Now I have an arsenal of other colognes that match different occasions. Um, personally, I love Dolce & Gabbana for designer fragrances. And on the higher end side, Creed did a really good job. They got bought out by a hedge fund. Not going to get into that, but the quality's dipped a little bit. Um, Penhaligans are great as well. But just find notes that you really like. Oud Wood is a great scent for me. Tom Ford's are fantastic. Costa Zura. Um, these are the kinds of fragrances that you want to be looking at. So I would just recommend you only really need to just have something that's light, that's fresh, that you can wear during the hotter months and in more casual situations. And then something a little darker you can wear at night in a little more formal settings and that you can wear during the colder months, two fragrances. That's all you really need. So lastly, to wrap up the best purchases that I think anybody can make lastly is a good pen. Having a good pen, something that you can write down notes with, you can sign checks with, you can sign documents with, it's just that extra little detail that shows you care about the small things, both again to yourself and to other people. When you show people that you care about the small little details in life and that you pay attention and that you're meticulous about how you carry out your life and you're intentional, that goes an extra step. And it's also very incentivizing for stuff like journaling, which I believe is very beneficial to anybody. When you got a nice pen that feels good in your hand, that writes really well, and you love the feel and comfort in it, it's going to encourage you to write more. It's going to encourage you to bring out and just be intentional and stay in the moment just because you want to use the pen. And so the positive benefits to me are just, again, it's just going to convey to you and to others that you are meticulous about the small things in life. And it's going to encourage you to be more present in your everyday life. I hope this was helpful. I hope you all enjoyed. Again, thank you all for tuning in. As always, let's close it out. Veni, Vidi, Vici. I came, I saw, I conquered. We hope you enjoyed this episode on the Isaac Velez Gonzalez Show. And we appreciate it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this episode. We are grateful for your support. And if you are serious about improving your life, check out our coaching at www.isaacvelezgonzalez.com. Until next time, that's all for today's episode. Thank you.